Welcome to the Lancet Gastroenterology and Hepatology Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Dorn, speaking to you from the Lancet's New York office. The causes of liver cirrhosis are many and varied and include non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, infection with hepatitis, and alcohol and drug use. There is increasing evidence that statins could play a role in the pharmacological management of cirrhosis, but up until now it's been unclear whether they have a beneficial effect in patients with advanced or decompensated disease. I'm joined today by Alyssa Pose, a researcher at the Autonomous University of Barcelona in Spain, who along with colleagues conducted a randomized controlled trial of statins in patients with decompensated cirrhosis. Dr. Pose, recent evidence from the Global Burden of Disease study indicates that liver cirrhosis is a major cause of morbidity and mortality worldwide, and its prevalence will probably increase in the following years, linked to the high prevalence of obesity and metabolic syndrome and population aging. Could you tell us a bit about the epidemiology of cirrhosis, and in particular, the difficulties in detecting and managing decompensated cirrhosis? Sure, you're uh, right. Based on data from the analysis of the global burden of disease of the last years, we know that liver cirrhosis is one of the major causes of death worldwide and that it accounts for a significant number of deaths nowadays. So despite that we have now antiviral treatment for hepatitis C virus, which accounts for a significant number of cases of liver cirrhosis, we know that liver cirrhosis incidence and prevalence is increasing, and this is mainly due to uh, alcohol consumption, which is the main cause of uh, liver cirrhosis worldwide, and also to a non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is a cause that is increasing in the prevalence and incidence of this disease associated to the epidemics of obesity and um, diabetes. There are two main problems with the management of the chronic liver diseases. One is that a diagnosis of these diseases is uh, difficult because the until the disease is, t- is in late stages of chronic liver disease, as decompensated cirrhosis, it's asymptomatic. So it's usually diagnosed in final stages of uh, the disease. And we have also other problem that is that apart from etiological treatments, which are antiviral therapy in the in the case of hepatitis C or alcohol uh, abstinence or removal in the case of uh, alcohol-associated cirrhosis, we don't have any treatment to prevent the progression of those patients which are already in the state of decompensated cirrhosis and we don't have any uh, treatment that has been proven to prevent the progression of the disease and to increase the survival and quality of life of these patients. You and your colleagues conducted a trial to assess the safety of two different doses of the statin simvastatin in patients with decompensated cirrhosis. What did you find? Yes, we conducted this clinical trial that is the first trial of the Liver Hope project. And this project is aimed at investigating the efficacy of a combination of two different drugs, which is simvastatin and rifaximin in patients with decompensated cirrhosis. So the global project comprises two clinical trials, and this is the first trial, which is the safety trial. We use the combination of these two drugs because on the one hand, rifaximin is an antibiotic that is frequently used in patients with cirrhosis to prevent recurrent hepatic encephalopathy, and it also has some effects on bacterial translocation and bacterial composition in patients with cirrhosis. And on the other hand, statins, which are drugs widely used in patients in the general population, have shown to have 
additional effect from that of from that lipid lowering effect, which is the one that is most uh, known. These additional effects, which are anti-inflammatory and anti-apoptotic effects, and have been called pleiotropic effects of statins. And there are some studies that uh, suggest that these effects may be useful in patients with cirrhosis to prevent the progression of the disease and decrease portal hypertension, etc. So we conducted this first study with two different doses of simvastatin or in association with rifaximin because there is a concern on the safety of statins in patients with uh, liver disease. And this is because statins are metabolized in the liver and they have been associated to a significant rate of adverse events, in particularly liver and muscle adverse events. So we conducted this study with these two different doses of simvastatin, low dose of 20 milligrams and high dose of 40 milligrams in combination with rifaximin compared to placebo in patients with decompensated cirrhosis. And what we saw is that uh, the dose of simbastosin 20 milligrams associated with rifaximin is safe in those patients with decompensated cirrhosis, but uh, the dose, the high dose of simbastosin 40 milligrams in combination with rifaximin is not safe and is associated to a significant number of liver and muscle toxicity events. So the conclusion is of this first study is that the safe dose of simvastatin to be used in combination with rifaximin in patients with decompensated cirrhosis is the dose of 20 milligrams per day. And this study gave us the basis and the background to choose the dose for the efficacy trial of the liver hope that is now uh, currently ongoing with the dose of simvastatin 20 milligrams in combination with rifaximin. In your opinion, what questions should be addressed by future research into the management of decompensated cirrhosis? Okay, that, uh, I think that there are mainly two uh, challenges in the management of decompensated cirrhosis, and that probably the first challenge is to prevent the appearance of uh, or the progression of chronic liver diseases to this final phase, to this late stage. And for this, I think that investigation should, in clinical hepatology, should focus on early diagnosis of chronic chronic liver diseases and I think that the other big issue or problem is that as I said before we still do not have any treatment that has been proven to be efficacious in these uh, patients that are already in this late stage of decompensated cirrhosis so I think that also it's very important and unmet need of those patients with decompensated cirrhosis to develop new strategies that can prevent the progression of the disease and improve the survival of those patients apart from liver transplantation.